0: Hi, good evening. It's our late night talks with our late night host, Carla, and... Hi,
1: this is Trina. Welcome to our first episode on our podcast.
0: Which is about vulnerability and transparency. We're going to be talking about topics that we commonly talk to our friends about, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, topics that are still a little bit difficult to really find connection with. True.
1: But before we begin, Carla, how are you? This is our first episode, by the way.
0: I'm actually good. I'm actually just a little bit nervous, but it's late night. So it's actually 12 a.m. for both of us. Mm-hmm. And this is where it usually happens you know, the heart to heart talks and everything.
1: True. We never expected to do any podcasts before you actually. Carla introduced me the idea. Then we tried to invest into equipment. So here we go. Here's her first podcast ever.
0: But Yeah, we've had relationships and we are childhood friends Mm -hmm. and we just really talk about everything. True. So it's kind of easy to have a podcast together with someone who shares the same growth, Mm -hmm. the same experiences. So how about about you? How are you today?
1: Well, I'm doing really fine. Work is training me. We're both working for American companies, but we're both based in Asia. So basically we're more like expats <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> but, but not hey, really
0: <laughs> But we do hope that Through our podcast um, With the topics that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about You're going to have something to take away with it And possibly make you Grow into a person that you want to be In the future So,
1: Yeah, I, I would definitely Definitely agree with you And we, we will try to post Our podcast maybe three episodes in a month three to two episodes but you know we'll try to find interesting topics together
0: yeah so for our first segment for the next podcast would be about relationships in general Mm -hmm. so that's going to be our first season and we're also thinking about you know how to deal with tiger (laughs) parents yeah pretty much you know asian parents really difficult yeah so yeah topics about those and that's all for tonight that's all for this one yeah
1: and yeah so today we are be talking about toxic relationships and how to deal with them and how we experience our different experiences in as an individual and how we handle those type of relationships
0: yeah because recently The rise in social media Mm -hmm. has been about cheating, Mm -hmm. about how to identify someone with toxic traits. Sorry about that. (laughs) This is an outdoor podcast. Like, it's about how relationships in general, Mm -hmm. where you find toxic traits about your partners. Because, you know, it's kind of difficult to Mm -hmm. familiarize or see the red flags. Because, you know, people joke about that red is their favorite color and all. So, So, yeah, we're going to talk everything about it today, so. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, but before we begin about our topic about toxic relationship, how's your relationship, your current relationship, Carla?
0: Mm, Right now, so far, I think it's actually really healthy. It's not really stressful for me and it kind of beats all of my past relationships. How about you so far?
1: Right now I'm very happy. It's a very positive relationship so far. So, um, since we're both in a very happy relationship, let's go ahead with our past relationships. Oh no.
0: (laughs) I know. It's a hard topic to deal with. What do you think? It is, pretty really much. That was so many triggers when we tried to talk about it in the past. Mhm. By the way, how did it
1: all start?
0: You know how we're young and sometimes irrational? Like we don't really think about the consequences. We're just doing it because we, I don't know, maybe try to please other people or be pressured to be in a, in a, in a relationship because everyone else was in a relationship so it kind of started there and when you think you like someone you don't even make sure that you know them until you're in a relationship with them and it just kind of sucks because it's gonna hurt you and I don't know that's just how that started for me I was just looking for an outlet to you know like maybe fix someone or be there for someone because I was so afraid of being there for myself mm-hmm. uh, how about you how did your past relationship or toxic relationship start
1: for me I'm very active on online datings and going to a different kind of site and looking for you know the mr. perfect mr. right yeah. so yeah, it's sometimes when you look for someone, it's just like you bump into a person that are not compatible with your goals and what you see in a person. So maybe that's how I how it all started. I thought that he was Mr. Right, but then he's he's a huge hurdle after all.
0: Yeah, I kind of get what you mean. Mm -hmm. But like during during that relationship how did you feel about you know like how did you feel about yourself when you were in that relationship were you actually happy how did you feel
1: i felt very happy i mean these type of relationship or these types of person that we encountered in our life they make us feel like the only girl in the room they make us feel special but you know as it progressed into months and years Uh, it made us realize that we love them more than how we loved ourselves so it just makes you feel pressure it makes you feel um um, not enough it makes you feel that you're not enough comparing to yourself to other people
0: yeah i kind of understand what you mean and that actually really sucks though because you know how a relationship is supposed to make you grow but at the same time you're being like Bob the Builder for mm-hmm. someone else Yeah, and you're trying to fix their insecurities you're trying to fix like how they keep blaming them, mm-hmm. themselves and it's not really your fault so I guess for me maybe at that time I was already losing myself in the process mm-hmm. when I could no longer see my own worth because mm-hmm. I was trying to you know like fix myself Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how many times I cried before I went to sleep with a heavy heart. That's not how relationships are supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. But were you happy even
1: though you were suffering inside?
0: At some point, maybe during the first few dates, I guess. But, you know me, I am <laughs> only happy for like a month or two. Uh-huh. And then it just, you know, kind of got into a routine uh-huh. with that. And I just kept crying before I went to sleep so I wasn't really happy I was more of worried plus I was hiding it from Asian parents so just times through the drama and times through the stress. I completely understand. So we've talked about how those toxic relationships started how it made you feel at that time and you know we've grown to who we are now Mm -hmm. so if you were there if you were able to talk to yourself in the past how would you want to be treated in that relationship that you were in how would you tell your past self how you wanted to be treated
1: um if I put my situation in our past relationship I mean, these kind of men, they never lack those kind of support, those love that they give towards us. But it's just that um, if I was back in that relationship, I would secure myself to have that loyalty, that trust and commitment when I'm dealing with this person again. Mm-hmm. Because as I mentioned, mm-hmm. these types of person has that kind of personality like narcissist. They make you feel good, but then... At the end of the day or inside their inbox or when they're alone they're cheating they're with someone else because also these kind of persons are really prideful They're, they're they love themselves you know so i think i would secure those two first before i um suggest or ask him something else with a relationship ask for trust and loyalty first
0: I kind of understand what you mean but like we were growing like out of all of those relationships I do hope that they learned something from that even how much it hurt us Mm -hmm. but I do hope that they grown to the people who can treat girls right Mm -hmm. now so yeah it kind of kind of sucks at that point where we were adjusting well at the same time we were kind of immature But we knew what we wanted. Like, we wanted to feel loved. We we didn't want to feel empty or even lonely. I guess that was one of the reasons why we got so attached to them.
1: I see. By the way, um, did you know that you were in a toxic relationship at that time? How how did you know?
0: I guess it was difficult to really figure out that I was in one or maybe like figure out that there were already red flags in the person or in the relationship so at that point it was just um you know like difficult to Mm -hmm. really check because we thought it was normal we didn't have like a manual about how to love someone how (laughs) to take care of someone so yeah, like, how about you, though? How did you know? Did you really know that you were in a toxic relationship while you were in that relationship? Actually, no. I,
1: I, I don't know if I was in a toxic relationship before. Like, you know, when, you, when you're submerged with yourself in that kind of relationship, and you won't notice anything that's around you unless your friends or your family tells you, gosh, you're given enough. It's like, enough is enough. And I, I never knew about those stuff. Like, I just whatever my heart tells me to (laughs)
0: yeah we were kind of immature at that point but like we were trying to convince ourselves that that was still healthy but it wasn't Uh yeah totally agree
1: okay so we mentioned about red flags earlier so what toxic traits did you notice when you were in the relationship? What's the signs?
0: Actually it was so difficult to figure that out but like if you're sleeping, if you're getting ready for bed with a heavy heart and you're crying because you've had a fight with someone or when they're not really listening to you while you were actually really excited to tell them about your day mm-hmm. I think that was one of the main red flags that I've seen because someone who's really into you someone who really loves you would actually listen no matter what small details you have about your day or like how they make sure that you're really rested at night like feeling happy instead of making you cry until you fall asleep Mm. How about you though? Like that—that was—that was for me. That was my advice. But what about you? What did you notice?
1: I think mine is similar as yours. But then what I notice is that, you know, you—you you have this feeling. You have like this gut feeling that he's doing something else out of out of the extraordinary. It's like um, there's a gut feeling. You know, the the woman's gut feeling. Yeah. So I felt the same way when I was around with this person, I I felt unsecured, like he is doing something else that I don't know of. So basically I follow what my inst- instincts told me to do. Follow your gut feeling.
0: Oh, so kind of like women's intuition of yeah. some sort. That actually is helpful, but you know how sometimes... Our overthinking mm-hmm. and our anxious thoughts are like overlapping it, mm-hmm. so it's kind of difficult to really know mm-hmm. that if it was a gut feeling or if it was overthinking. But I kind of get what you mean, it's because, like, in this day and age, there are so many cheating stories on social media, mm-hmm. so many cheating stories even on TikTok. So we're surrounded by these rumors that's kind of difficult to you know understand that that won't happen to us because of what we've experienced in the past sure but yeah let's talk about in the advice (laughs) part but at that time though when you noticed those toxic traits did you ever like really wanted to leave the relationship did you want to leave it or did you want to keep staying in it even if you knew it was toxic for you already No, I don't
1: want to leave the relationship, that's the sad sad part about the story, is that even though you know that it's already toxic, and people already told you the red flags on your relationship, you still want to stay, because they make you feel that you can't find anything else, you can't find any other love than what they're giving you, so you decided to stay, and you wait
0: for them, and you know, you stay crazy. But it's kind of draining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've read this quote online that says, um, No matter how many times I tell you to leave, you will never leave unless you yourself are ready Because mm-hmm. the thing about girls is that it's like a sponge. Girls are like sponges in general, especially when they're in love. They just keep receiving. And when it comes to a point where you have to squeeze them all out, that's the only time... They have to le- leave. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a strength that a lot of girls have. But at the same time, it makes us lose our self-worth. True. By the way, did he left you or did
1: you left him?
0: I left him. I could no longer. The thing is, um, those talks about like how mm-hmm. girls can lose feelings even in a relationship that's actually true i lost feelings because it was so routinary there was nothing to look forward to every day and i just left at one point it did hurt i'm not saying it didn't but i left and honestly it made me feel lighter it Mm -hmm. made me appreciate myself more after that and yeah it's great
1: well on my end he left me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't have control of myself back then. So that's a sad part about it.
0: So with everything that we've mentioned so far about our past relationships, toxic traits and everything, what can you give what advice can you give to those who are currently in toxic relationships right now um so those people who are in a toxic
1: relationship and you don't notice all those red flags if you feel that there's something wrong in your relationship then your mind tells you to go and you know don't contain yourself inside a box don't contain yourself in a four walled four walled space go outside a box don't stop yourself Because if you stayed in that relationship longer, you'll be wasting your time. And time is very precious, especially now that it's COVID, people are dying around us. It's too precious. Life is too precious to waste. So that's my advice. Go out and seek whatever is new in the world.
0: That's true, though. And coming from someone, well, coming from two women who actually got out of toxic relationships there are so many people out there I'm not gonna say that there's so many fish in the sea it's more like there are going to be people that you're going to meet who's really going to treasure you who's really going to see your worth Mm -hmm. because that relationship doesn't stop there there's someone who can actually treat you like how you are supposed to be treated I'm not saying like a queen but someone who really needs to be loved Instead of just giving that love freely to someone who doesn't even deserve your love. I mean, you know how there are people who actually, you know, like break up and go back into relationships. But at the same time, I mean, it's true that there are, you know, the right people at the wrong time. And it's true that some people come back to you after a few years or so. But you have to make sure of the progress that you made, the growth that you mm-hmm. both had to go through before being together again, before achieving the love that you both wanted to give to each other. That's something you really have to consider. True.
1: I completely agree with that. You know, you should not base a relationship and... How long you guys stayed together? You know, some relationships stayed about eighteen years to ten years, but then their significant pair just find another girl for about a, a week or so, and then they, they got married. I got some friends who has this kind of experience. You know, do what makes you happy. Don't stay your, Don't stay in a in a space or in a relationship when you think that you're not happy enough. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Because a man will always choose to be better for you because guys actually have that option to do better for the women or the girl that they're with. A girl can't force a guy to stay with them if a guy clearly doesn't want to. Mm Mm-hmm, completely
1: true. Right now, we're both in a long-distance relationship. Maybe we should talk about that next time, too. Probably. We're very happy.
0: Yeah. I believe long-distance relationship works. It
1: does work. But
0: but that's all for today, and thank you so much for listening to this part of our podcast. Maybe if we're given questions, we're going to answer them.
1: Yeah, drop them by. We're open to any suggestions and comments or
0: other future advices. So, this is Carla and this is Trina. Good night for today and have a great day, though. Goodbye.